Welcome to the Real Film Nerds Podcast. Merry Hanukkah, listeners, and welcome to the Real Film Nerds Podcast. My name is Matt, one of your two hosts of this delightful, incredible, 199th episode of the pod with me, my good buddy, who has stuck out through almost all of them, but I think, no, I was going to say, I think I've been the only one here for all of them, but that's not true, because you did one or two by yourself, didn't you, Mike? I did. I did, Matt. And isn't it Happy Hanukkah, not Merry Hanukkah? Well, that's fine, but I'm trying to change it up, Mike. Like how last week I said Merry Holidays instead of Happy Holidays. Oh, okay. All right. All right. That's cute, Matt. You're doing good. Thank you for the encouragement, Mike. I really need it at this time of year because, you know, everyone knows that the suicide rates around holidays skyrocket, especially Christmas, because we're all alone more than we ever have been. Oh, well, that was that was a wonderful way to start the podcast, Matt. Bring him up on a high note. That's what I do. I, I bring you up and then immediately tear you down. Immediately. Okay. Well, Matt, what what are we talking about today? Well, Mike, we are continuing our unnamed Christmas celebration or holiday celebration or winter holiday. I don't know. What are we calling this thing we're doing now? Should we call it movies around snow time? Movies around snow time? That's pretty terrible. <laughs> I don't know, dude. I don't know. That's the first thing that came to the top of my head. That's I, I don't know. I knew you were going to ask me, and I had no idea. And I'm the one that's twisted. What? I was I was trying to come up with something funny and light. I don't know. Uh, the, the snow plows are ringing through the streets time? Well... We'll have to get someone to fix it for us. I mean, you know, we already have Harvest Horror Fest. I was thinking something with H, like, I don't know, Holiday Horror Fest, but that doesn't work because we're not watching <laughs> horror movies. <laughs> well, we, I mean, we, we could. There's plenty of Halloween uh, holiday horror movies like Krampus and um, uh, Black christmas i think there's like three black christmases and yeah there's definitely some horror christmas movies well great so we'll have one month of all holiday horror christmas movies and then what are we going to do for the other years because you know this podcast is never going to end you and i are going to be 112 still recording this podcast for our three amazing listeners yeah i don't know i don't know man We'll have to think about it, Matt. We'll have to think about it kind of hard because something starts with H and we don't want to do holiday, right? Like we don't, we don't have to do H. We can do whatever. Oh, oh, okay. It's our podcast, Mike. Uh, No one, no one controls us or tells us what to do. Oh, okay. Uh, Snowflakes of Joy movies. Wow snowflakes of joy so what about the snowflakes that are not full of joy but they're still snowflakes and every single snowflake is precious mike every snowflake is precious man they're all unique didn't wasn't there a movie that talked about like the the way that snowflakes are formed and how they're all unique i don't know you're the one that watches movies i just watch tv 
Oh, okay. All right. Well, that's okay. It was probably like a Mythbusters or something around the holidays. Well, okay, Mike. So we will continue. But for those of you that are listening and are smarter than us and creative, send us your suggestions of what we should call our holiday movie extravaganza thingamabobber that we're going to start doing every year until we run out of Christmas movies in two years. So to kick it off, we have a new one. It's from our sponsor-ish people, I guess. They just like to help us out by giving us free movies to give away. And in turn, we talk about their movie, which we will get to later because we do have another giveaway. But the movie we're reviewing today was not our giveaway. And that is the latest film from Mel Gibson called Fat Man. Mike, do your thing and... Let's see if you can do it correctly. Don't get nervous. You can do it, Mike. I believe in you. All right, man. I'll take that encouragement and I'll I'll soak it in. And hopefully I don't screw up these names. Uh, This was uh, directed and written by Esham Nelms and Ian Nelms. Uh, They're uh, fraternal twins. And this is starring Mel Gibson, Walton Goggins, Marianne Jean-Baptiste, and Chance Hurstfield. And this is about a rowdy, unorthodox Santa Claus is fighting to save his declining business. Meanwhile, Billy, a neglected and precocious 12-year-old, hires a hitman to kill Santa after receiving a lump of coal in his stocking. Question. Answer. How many times did you read read that over? Because you headed out of the park, Mike. You prepared for this podcast. I cannot believe it. Oh, thank you, Matt. Woo! I guess that's it. I'm out. Amazing. Mic drop, he's out. All right. Done. Fat man, done. Podcast done. Yeah, I guess we have to talk about the movie, though. Dude. But other than that, I'm done. Come on. We got to talk about this movie, Mike. You know you liked it. Admit it. It's a five out of five reels for Mysterious Mike Talent. So so about that, Matt. Uh, I liked aspects of it. It is definitely an interesting take on uh, the Santa Claus, um, I don't know, I guess, world or or fairy tale, but... uh, Wait, hold on. Santa Claus is not real. It's a fairy tale. Yeah? Well, then who's the fat guy that always comes into my house on Christmas and eats all my cookies and leaves me shit behind? Oh, I think that's your neighbor. Oh. God damn it. I got to really start (laughs) locking my doors because I don't have a chimney. Damn it, Daniel. Why? You're a good neighbor, but why? Well, you you just got to turn on your Alexa alarm, man. Be like, Alexa, guard these cookies. Fair enough. I'll do that from here on out. I got that. Because, I mean, those are my cookies. I'm not leaving them out. And everybody knows milk tastes better when you don't refrigerate it. <laughs> yes, that's 100% true. I, I, I don't know. Um I've heard of some children leaving Santa a beer uh, and cookies. Those are the appropriate children. Those are the ones that are raised right by their parents. <laughs> okay, man. A little, a little boiler uh, maker, you know, a beer and a shot of a shot of bourbon, just sitting there next <laughs> to the cookies. Nice, nice. Yeah. So, Matt, I I think the trailer misled me a little bit on this, Matt. That's that's why I was a little bit 
disappointed. Uh, it, it gave me the idea that there was going to be quite a bit of action, kind of, you know, like, and it just, in in my opinion, it, it, it wasn't as much as I was expecting. So I, I, I got a little bit misled by the trailer. We had a good solid 30 minutes of action, but yeah, the first hour had next to no action. It had some, but not a lot. The the thing that uh, I thought we were going to get more of, and there is a, a, a bit of it, but I thought there was going to be a lot more, especially the premise of this film, was comedy. I thought it, there was going to be a lot more laughs in it, and there were some, but it wasn't like over-the-top laughs. It was a pretty serious-ish film, honestly. It it was serious for most of the movie. You know, it was like a struggling business. Uh, l- looking at uh, Santa Claus as a businessman and, and the business is having a tough time. And you're like, man, it's kind of like parallels reality, right? But uh, that that was a uh, that was an interesting way of doing it. I thought of you know we can barely pay the electric bill, which again the premise is great. It's funny. It's but the humor just wasn't there as much as I wanted it to be. I wanted more. But again, I, I you know, I enjoyed myself. I thought this was an interesting film. Yeah, Matt, what what did you think of uh, the little kid in this? Um, Chance. Uh, I'm trying to think of his character. Billy's character. He was awful. He was really mean and terrible, especially to his staff. And then how he was staking money from his grandmother that basically is, you know, locked up to her room. I think that was kind of messed up. Um, no wonder, you know, he got a lump of coal. I mean, come on. Yeah, yeah. No, I, 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 I just felt the acting was kind of weird. Like, it wasn't... I didn't believe the kid at all. He just seemed like... It seemed like he was acting, and I, I didn't like it. I don't know. It just came off kind of like forced and weird to me. Well, Mike, you do know he is in another movie that we reviewed here on this podcast. Ah, yes, he is. He he, he was in uh, Good Boys. Yep, 2019's Good Boys. He was Atticus. Okay, I'm trying to think of which one was that. That wasn't the one that had the drone fly. No, because that was the other kid. No, yep, never mind. No, he wasn't one of the main characters. No, yeah. So yeah, he. I don't know. He wasn't great. Um, he needs some work. That's for sure. But again, he's a kid. You can't tear him apart too much. I mean, he's only spent a very small amount of time on this earth and he's being thrown into a position of acting which some kids take to it naturally and some don't so yeah for sure man for sure man walton goggins man i love him i he's been in so many good things lately i feel like his career has just taken off dude his career has been on fire for a while i was talking with uh uh my girlfriend stacy about it because she's not a fan of walton goggins at all she thinks he looks creepy and all this other stuff and i'm like yeah, he's a perfect character actor. He's great. And I was telling her about one of the creepiest roles that I ever thought he played was from Sons of Anarchy. Oh, yeah, dude. That was a weird role. I, I actually was going to bring that up, man. But he hit it out of the park. It's one of the weirdest, most disturbing roles I've ever seen in my life. But he did a wonderful job. <laughs> he did hit it out of the park. Um, would you call it? Was he a, 
a trainee or what would you call him? I don't know. He he had an amazing role. He did a really good job in that. Well, as I was explaining it to Stacy, he's a tranny. He's a transsexual who's in a committed relationship or becomes a committed relationship with one of the not main characters, but one of the main characters of the gang. But the main character of the gang denies that he's a, a transsexual and says he's a woman. And Walton Goggins character does the same thing. It's just, it's really unique. It's really, really unique how they went about it. And, Walton Goggins, I think, did really well with it. I don't know if I could have done that for sure. Yeah, I also really liked him on Justified because I really like Justified. That was a fun show. That's one that's still on my queue that I have not gotten through a whole lot. I know you love those uh, uh, almost like cops and robbers kind of shows, though, Mike. It it is kind of a cops and robbers, or maybe a more modern day kind of western set in like the hills of uh, Kentucky. Well, and you like Tim- Timothy Oliphant, don't you? You're a big fan of his. Yeah, yeah, no, I I do like him. He's he's a good actor, and he was perfect uh, for uh, that role in Justified. Again, you need to go back and watch Deadwood. He, I know, I do. He is amazing in Deadwood because you know, again, he's cast as his typical role of the sheriff you know and then also the very first episode of the mandalorian this year he was cast in there again as a sheriff so he gets typecast just a smidge oh yeah yeah for sure like put your put your ipad down mike mike put it down no no i'm not i'm, I'm just i'm i'm fine okay all right well all right mike I think we're at the point where we need to discuss that thing in your hand. Ah, yes, Matt. That was a wonderful segue. So, uh, Matt, what are you drinking for this this episode? (sighs) I'm finishing up my birthday beers or gift beers. It is a Pilsner cold fermented lager. From Ninkasi Brewing Company out of Eugene, Oregon. And I have to say, this is uh, not my favorite. This is a Mike beer. This is uh, almost on the edge of an IPA. It's very hoppy. Oh, no. Oh, no. So, speaking of hoppiness and Mike's beer, I think we should legally just get it changed from IPA to MPA. <laughs> Mike's Pale Ale. Uh, That'd be fun. But um, anyway, uh, so I got a, I guess, an early Christmas present. A friend came visiting from out of town and uh, brought me uh, a whole bunch of, a case of different beers, a variety pack. And uh, this one is a uh, juicy IPA from Door County Brewing Company. Mike, who said you're allowed to have other friends than me? I didn't know there was a rule, man. Is there a rule? Like, do I have to unfriend everybody on Facebook? Yes. I think you do. Oh, no, man. My ring of five is going down to four. Your five is down to four. How would you even know you have five? Because you never log into the Mysterious Mike Talent Facebook page. And I know because I also have it on my stuff. 
Well, I'm sorry. I, I, I don't know, man. I don't really Facebook. I'm, people don't need to know what I'm doing. Plus, what am I doing these days? I just sit at home, work, walk the dog. My most exciting part of the day is walking the dog. And changing diapers and drinking an IPA. Well, changing the diapers isn't too exciting. You sure? You know you like it. Well, I mean, I guess lately it is, it's been kind of cold. So, uh, you know, when you uh, expose the baby to some cold, sometimes there's a reflex of just letting it go. So you get peed on a lot. Wonderful. I, I, I have been peed on quite a bit. <laughs> Mike, I don't know if you should be talking about that publicly. Oh, oh, well, it's not like that. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, it's it's no showers of golden. Mags, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Mags. If you listen to this, I'm sorry. Mike did it, not me. You were leading I started me. It. You were I leading me in. I know. I know. I started it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay. All right. Fine. Well, speaking of box office gold, huh? Ooh, yeah, there you go. I was trying to figure out how I could do this from Golden Showers to MCU. That's a tough one, Mike. That's a tough one. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) All right. Yeah, that's not usually something you have to lead from. No, no, not usually. No, that's another podcast I do. (laughs) Oh, man. Okay. It's a video podcast. (laughs) Nice, nice, nice. Do they pay you by the minute? They do. And I got to go, nice. thank you for your donation. Thank you, big boy 37. <laughs> it's terrible. Okay, I'm stopping. Well. Mike, I'm stopping this. I'm stopping it. It's getting out of control. All right. <laughs> okay. So, Mike, how does Fat Man <laughs> relate to the Marvel Cinematic Universe? Well, we've been talking his name a little bit just just a second ago, but uh, Walton Goggins uh, was in Ant Man uh, versus and Wasp. Or I almost said versus Ant Man and Wasp. Uh, he played the character Sonny Birch, which I have to say was not his best character, but that wasn't a very good character at all. I mean, didn't matter who wrote who played him. It was bar- barely in it, really. But he was in it. So we're good. We got a main character. I guess you would say a villain from Fat Man. Yeah, and and a villain from Ant-Man and Wasp. He does play a lot of villains, that's for sure. He might be a little bit kind of typecast. Well, not all the time, but sometimes. I mean, he wasn't a villain in Sons of Anarchy. And no, he wasn't. Yeah, he, he, he wasn't. He wasn't a villain in um, Hateful Eight. Right, right. Yeah, and I guess in Justified, I don't know if he's a, a villain as much as, well, I don't know. He's he's on the fringe. Well, all right, Mike, should I should I do our giveaway now or should we do some spoilers? Which way you want to go here? Uh, let's do the giveaway, man. Yeah, go ahead. All right, Mike, so from our good friends at Paramount Pictures, once again, we have a little film starring a person I think you've heard of, Mr. Tommy Lee Jones. Cool. 
this movie's called Wander. It also stars Aaron Eckhart and Catherine Winnick and also Heather Graham. So pretty good cast there. Have you watched the trailer for it? I have not yet, Matt. What's what's this one about? How dare you, Mike? It is a thriller. This is not a comedy. It's your typical, you know, Tommy Lee Jones role. He, I think he mostly does thrillers. He he does some, you know, more interesting roles. But a lot of times he does thrillers like, you know, uh, No Country for Old Men. I would say that was probably a thriller. Yeah, that was that was like a thriller. Uh, but I mean, what about action adventure like Men in Black, man? Yeah. Uh, one of my favorite alien movies. I mean, it's great. Yeah, Men in Black is pretty good. Definitely. But also, I mean, I would put like Fugitive as a thriller. Yeah, Fugitive. And that was a good movie. Sure. That was great. Have, you know, my boy Harrison Ford in it. Heck yeah. But anyways, all right. So here here's a little here's a little synopsis for Wander before I get into the the read I need to do. But here we go. After getting hired to probe a suspicious death in the small town of Wander, a mentally unstable private investigator becomes convinced the case is linked to the same conspiracy cover-up that caused the death of his daughter. So, all right, here is the read since Mike isn't going to respond to that. He's uh, Googling. Oh, well, I was reading about the movie. Oh, you're reading about the movie? Okay, well, we'll we'll allow it. We'll allow it. All right, here we go. Aaron Eckhart and Academy Award winner Tommy Lee Jones star in the edge-of-your-seat thriller Wander, now available on digital and on demand. When a PI with a troubled past is hired to investigate a suspicious death in the town of Wander, he becomes convinced the case is linked to the same conspiracy cover-up that caused the death of his daughter. You can buy or rent Wander and watch it tonight. It is rated R, and again, it is from our friends over at Paramount Pictures. It's a good one, man. Seriously, sit down and watch the trailer. I haven't seen the movie. I'm going to have to buy it if I want to watch it, but the trailer looks incredible. It looks it's twisty, it's bendy, it's it's not your typical thriller from what it looks like to me, but again, I don't know. I'm just going off the trailer. So, Mike, I, I, I announced it on the radio this morning that i really liked our question for last week so i'm just going to keep it going too if you want to be entered in our drawing for a winning a winning if you want to be entered in our drawing to win a copy a digital download copy of wander all you have to do is email us and tell us what your favorite christmas movie is or holiday movie be sure to do that, because Matt, this this has a really good cast. Uh, I was just looking at it um, while you were talking about it, and looks great. Yeah, it looks like a really really good one. Again, it's so crazy, man, that you know these are all movies we would be going and watching in the theaters, and instead we're sitting at home and watching them. But if you are okay with going to the theater, it looks like this one is in the theater as well. So why not go check it out? I I hope people still go to the theater after this is all all done and, and gone, Matt. Um Oh no, dude. I don't you, even want to bring up what Warner Brothers is doing. I really don't. Yeah, yeah, dude. I was I was gonna I was gonna bring it up, Matt. I was gonna bring it up. What I think it what do you think about that? What do you think? Like it was one thing to just do Wonder Woman nineteen eighty four. But their entire lineup all their right. 
all their lineup. That's pretty crazy. It's really, I don't know. I don't know, dude. It's. I was talking with Stacy's dad about it, who was in the industry many years ago, and uh, he was saying he think this is he thinks this is the first nail in the coffin, and this is a guy that's been to the Academy Awards and has worked on movies, and I just like. It sucks. I hate to hear or even think that, but we've been talking about it all year since this pandemic has come on, you know, that this might be the end of movie theaters. And I really am glad that I bought that 65 inch TV. I wish I could have afforded bigger. I wish I could have my own movie theater room. I would totally be that person that has this tiny little shit house and then has a movie theater. That's, that's the dream. Okay, Matt. So it's not uh, owning the house. It's uh, it's 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 owning a shanty with a very plush, awesome movie theater room. Yeah, and an airfield. I wouldn't mind having my own airfield, so I don't have to drive. I just walk out my back door and fly an airplane. All right, Matt. I think this is doable, man. All you have to do is we'll just go get you one of those prefabby um, buildings that you buy. You know, you you see them advertised all the time online. We'll get you one of those. We'll we'll lay a foundation, and um, we'll make, you know, we'll make half of that your theater room, and then the rest is your house. So you'll have like a teeny kitchen, and a teeny living room, and it'll be great. It'll be wonderful. And then outside, you can have some land, man. We'll get you some land, and you'll have your little flying field. Now, you're not talking about, like, a shipping container home? No, no. Well, I mean, you could do that. I mean, I've, I've, been, I've watched way too much HGTV, so I've seen a lot of them shipping containers turned into living spaces. And I don't know. I feel like two of them together is okay, but you really need, like, three to four to really get something kind of cool looking. Well, see, and now that's getting too spendy. Oh, okay. That's the line right there yeah. for shipping containers. Got it. Got it. So we'll we'll stick to three. Well, it takes it takes away from the theater. Right. Right. For sure. For sure. You're you're totally right, Matt. I wasn't thinking about that. All right, Mike. So what what do we want to spoil about Fat Man, or do we want to spoil anything? Because you can't really spoil anything. We pretty much talked about the movie almost in its entirety until the end, which is uh, I talked about it again this morning on the radio and i tried not to spoil it but the assassin does find santa claus he does find him and he is not in the north pole that's as far as i went all right yeah that's fine man i I think we should leave this one that if you're interested in watching this movie you should should watch it and see how it ends i thought it had a a pretty creative ending uh, somewhat predictable but still kind of creative for a second I I was misled in some different directions. Well, especially since... Okay, I'm just going to stop because there's no way I can say it without ruining right. it. Like, honestly, there isn't. Okay, all right. So you're stopping. All right. Matt, what, what, what are we going to do next week? Well, Mike, is it your pick for next week or is it my pick? I think it, I I don't know. I don't think it matters because we're both coming to agreements on what movies we're going to watch, so it's not really your pick or my pick, but we're going to do the classic Bill Murray Christmas comedy 
the retelling of the modern day Scrooge, Scrooged. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's a lot of Scrooge, but it's Scrooged with a D with Bill Murray and lots of other comedians from Saturday Night Life. I'm I'm looking forward to reviewing this one. I I've you know, I think I've watched this movie most Christmas time periods for quite a while and it'll be fun to watch it again. I I enjoy watching all these movies just like I wish I could have Die Hard on a loop, but um you know, I just can't. Matt, w- would would you watch Die Hard every day? I don't know about every day. I'd probably pepper a little Deadpool in there, maybe a little Guardians and some Star Wars. But yeah, you know, Die Hard's all right. And oh, last year, was it last year, the first year they did it, or was the year before? Um, the That channel that used to be the, the, the man-oriented channel, you remember? Uh, the one that ran like the Man Spike. Show and stuff? Or That's no? what it no, was. No. Oh, Spike. Spike. Yeah, man yeah, Show yeah. was on Comedy Central. Spike. Um, Spike last year, I think it was still Spike back then, did 24 hours of Die Hard to combat the 24 hours of A Christmas Story. I was like, yes. <laughs> Dude, that's awesome. That's awesome. Uh, Spike isn't on anymore? I mean, I don't have cable. It, it's not Spike no, anymore? No, it's now the Paramount Network, I think. Oh, does it still have all the just man stuff? Or is it more just um, a lot of like movies and different things that Paramount has produced it's a lot more movies it's um more original shows like uh did you ever watch oh geez great now i'm drawing up like waco did you ever watch the show waco based on that did you watch that yes yes i recently watched that uh it, it's on uh netflix and uh that was fantastic that was really well that done. was the very first show paramount network put out that was their kind of launching you know, thing to get people interested in the new channel. And I watched it as it aired. I watched it every week and it was, that was a really good show. Um, the one that people really enjoy watching right now, I have not watched a lick of it though, is a Yellowstone. Oh, I've heard about Yellowstone. Okay. I, yeah, I haven't seen it, but, uh, I heard it was really good. Yeah. They're in like season two or season three of it. It's really good from what I've heard, but I have not had a chance to watch it. And then, Matt, have you seen that show Long... Was it Longmire? No, I have not watched Longmire. I know about it, but I have not watched it. I think that's USA, isn't it? I don't... Yeah, I think it might be USA. That was pretty good, too, man. I, I, I like that. I didn't. I haven't seen all the seasons, but that was pretty good. So, all right, Mike. Well, how many reels do you give Fat Man? Uh, I'm going to give uh, Fat Man three out of five reels. Uh, I, I like the creativity of you know, the different approach of Chris Kringle and, and crew. So I, I, I kind of like that. Well, Mike, I clearly am back to normal. I give it four out of five. I, I enjoyed it quite a bit. I just wish there was a little bit more comedy in it. And uh, yeah, without spoiling it. Yeah. All right. All right, dude. Now it's totally cool. Totally cool. We're, we're, we're back to good form. Not agreeing. Yes. <laughs> Not agreeing. No, you just, we're back to me being too nice and you being normal. Well, actually, you're kind of being nice for you. I mean, it wasn't a two or a two and a half or a one. So three. Yeah, no, I mean, yeah, no. It, I, 
there are quite a bit of aspects I liked of the movie. It was just, there was a few things. I was just expecting a few things differently. It was just purely opinion. Like, nothing. The The movie was pretty well done overall, I'd say. Yeah. It was shot well. It was acted well for the most part. The story was interesting. I know you wish there was more action. I wish there was more comedy. That's about, uh, that about sums it up, I guess. Uh, oh, Matt, this is a good one. Uh, do you think this will become a new Christmas classic? That's kind of tough since it's rated R. There's not a whole lot of movies that have a higher than like PG or even PG-13 rating that become Christmas classics. Well... Die Hard, though. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Die Hard. Well, another one that comes to mind just off the top of my head is Bad Santa. Yeah, but I don't know if I would call that a classic because the only channel that ever airs that is Comedy Central because they can get away with a little bit better, more vulgar language. But but do you think it's a Christmas? Like, to me, I feel like it is because it was so different and... I don't know. It, when it first came out, there's so much controversy, but you know, years pass by and no one remembers anything. So I don't know. I I, I like that movie. I thought it was very funny. I happened to work at the movie theater when it came out, and man, did we give out a lot of refunds. <laughs> oh, dude, that's that's gonna have to be put on our list for either this year or uh next year probably it'll probably have to be next year because we pretty much have ours already stated on what we're doing but yeah no i i consider the original bad santa a christmas classic i don't think it needed a sequel but they made one anyways and it was okay it was fine but is fat man going to become a christmas classic time will tell because it wasn't in the theaters well i mean it might be in the theaters now but how do we know what's the buzz about it what are people talking about it i mean most of the people i work with didn't even know about it until i told them about it and they're like oh that sounds interesting i might have to check that out yeah i feel like we've lost a lot of the advertising that we used to see for all the trailers i know all these trailers are out there and there's still plenty of ways to get the movie trailers but one of the ways that i saw the movies was at the movies and uh we kind of lost that and i mean i realize matt and i are we're a little bit different case when you're going to see a movie every week we see the same trailers over and over again but the average person you know they're they're they don't do that all the time so those four or five trailers that they show you might actually affect whether the movie's known about or or anything you know like even if you saw it you could be a little bit more familiar with it and maybe you would watch it later on you know even if it was a rental or something you know well and it's also doesn't help that a lot of people don't watch tv anymore i don't watch tv on a consistent basis i have a handful of shows i usually watch and record not a whole lot of commercials if there are commercials i'm usually fast forwarding through it i know a lot of people on live sports have watched the commercials on that because you don't really have a choice it's live but you don't see a whole lot of movies during sports games to begin with because that's not really the kind of people that watch a lot of sports don't typically watch a lot of movies. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Uh, usually they're advertising for food and um, restaurant, um, beer and car insurance and things like that. I, I guess more of the 
it's a different target. You know, they're not trying to target people to go watch the movies for sure. Yeah. So it's, it's, I don't want to say it's a perfect storm because it's not a perfect storm. It's just kind of a wreck that movies are desperately falling off the map right now, unless it's on Netflix or unless someone, you know, talks about it word of mouth. So that's one thing. If you see one of these movies, especially one of our giveaways or something we review that you didn't know about, be it on Netflix, Amazon, whatever, tell your friends if they're looking for something to watch, tell them, you know, get these movies out there because if they start dying off, then we're not going to have anything. Yeah, that's true, Matt. That's definitely true. Um, I, I think sometimes we've found some gems here, uh, you know, looking through the different streaming opportunities, but uh, I, you know, tell people we, we, we need, we need the movies to survive. If possible, try and go to the theater. I, I know the holidays, everything's kind of shutting down again in a lot of places, but man, if you can, if you live in a place and you, you, you're not, uh, you know, at high risk try and go see a movie well just think about it mike i mean where would we be right now with all this time we're having to spend at home me specifically spending alone where would we be without all these movies and without all this entertainment it would be way worse way way worse so we got to be grateful and thankful for what we do have and what they are producing even in this time of horribleness yeah i mean the internet is an amazing thing matt and i have been uh, you know, cheerleaders for the internet since we were in middle school. And boy, it's just amazing to see how it's evolved. Well, yeah. And think about it. If we didn't have it and this pandemic was going on, imagine how much worse that would be. You would have to read a book, Mike. A book! Yeah, I know. Like, a thing that has print and paper on it? I mean, isn't that a waste of paper? It is. It's a waste of trees. So, all right, Mike. Well, I think that is it for me. We have rambled on enough about not the fat man, but uh, they are interesting topics and it's hard not to talk about these things, especially when we're going on almost a year of this pandemic starting and we're still sitting here talking about it and how much it's affecting our daily lives and our industries and our jobs and everything else. So it's it's a shitty topic, but it's on everyone's head so that's why we try to talk about these fun movies so mike uh, go ahead do your thing sir all right everybody well thanks for listening and uh, make sure to catch us on the socials uh, facebook twitter instagram and uh you know uh try and go out and see a movie if you're not at high risk or uh stream uh one of the movies we reviewed or any other movie and if you like it uh hit us up All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. Thank you for listening to The Real Film Nerds. Now, don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Real Film Nerds. Now, go out and catch a movie. Good morning, Magic 99.1. Is this my pal, Matt Hinshaw, from The Real Film Nerds podcast? You know it is. I know, I know it is. How you doing, Maddie? I'm living the dream. How are you doing this morning, Lisa? You know, I'm not doing bad. I'm not doing bad. That is a fact. I'm just disappointed that the number four hoarded thing is not movies. (laughs) It was books. Does that surprise you? 
No, because no. I have a lot of books. But yeah. I'm a weirdo. The majority of my family doesn't hoard books. My mom does, but yeah. I have quite a few. I like reading. Very nice. Hey, we should shout out to your mom. You say she listens to magic, right? She does. She listens every day, Aww. and she doesn't even live in Peskin. Well, tell her I love her. I should tell her myself, I love you, Mom. Yeah, there you go. That's <laughs> perfect. Awesome. Matt, what are we going to be talking about this morning? So, even though it's uh, kind of one of our sponsors from Paramount Pictures, we're talking about the new Mel Gibson movie called Fat Man. Mel Gibson's new movie, Fat Man. When's that coming out? Or did it already come out? It is already out. It is, I think, in the theaters, and it is on digital download or uh, streaming or movie at home, theater, whatever. you got to rent it or buy it. Okay. And what would you think of Fat Man? I was shocked. <laughs> it was a lot more fun than I thought it was going to be. Well, yeah, because Mel Gibson's in it. He's not much fun, generally. No, well, it was it was a pretty good little action movie. Okay. But I thought, I thought there was going to be more comedy in it. There wasn't as much as I would have liked. But it's uh, definitely a completely different take on Santa Claus. That's for sure. Oh, okay. All right. Well, that makes sense then. The fat man. I wasn't quite sure where we were going with that. Well, do you, do you want to hear the synopsis? I can read it off for you real quick. I love it. So a rowdy, unorthodox Santa Claus is fighting to save his declining business. Meanwhile, Billy, a neglected and precarious 12-year-old, hires a hitman to kill Santa after <laughs> receiving a lump of coal in his stocking. <laughs> That's awesome. So, and does yes, he? Does he kill him? Disgruntled. Uh, I I don't want to ruin the end. Oh, please. okay, okay, <laughs> all right. Well, you know, you know, I won't, probably won't see it, so I was just asking. But you're probably right. Don't spoil it for everybody else. The I'll put it this way: the assassin who has a vendetta himself against Santa Claus because Santa neglected him as a child as well does hunt him down and does find where his workshop is, and it is not in the North Pole. Oh, it's not, huh? You can't give that information no. away either, right? No. Okay. All right. So I, I I highly recommend it. I enjoyed it. It was a lot of fun. Again, I wish there was a little bit more comedy to it, but it was surprisingly a lot better than I thought it was going to be from the trailers. Okay. How many reels are you going to give it, Maddie? I give it four out of five. Four out of five. Wow, that's amazing. I know that's kind of crazy because it's uh, not really well known and it's kind of goofy and silly premise, but it is a very unique, fun, different Christmas movie. Well, I guess yeah. is a good way to put it. I've never heard that Christmas storyline ever before, so that was a great way to put Neither it. Neither have I. Yes. Okay, <laughs> so are you giving something away or are you going to yes. give it? Oh, you are. Look at you, Santa Matt. I have been I have an incredible giveaway this week. It's it's uh, a brand new film. It is dropping at home and in the theaters. It is starring Tommy Lee Jones and Aaron Eckhart and Catherine Winnick. It is a thriller. It is called Wander. Here's the synopsis. I'll be quick. Okay. After getting hired to probe a su- suspicious death in the small town of Wander, a mentally unstable private investigator becomes convinced the case is linked to the same conspiracy cover-up that caused the death of his daughter. Wow. Okay, yeah. A thriller for sure. So it is the opposite of a fun-loving, hilarious uh, <laughs> Christmas, Christmas comedy. Yes, for sure. Yeah. Okay, what do people have to do to get a copy? I, I really liked last week. I loved hearing what movies people like for their Christmas viewing time. So we'll just keep that going. Keep sending us your favorite Christmas movie, and I will send you a copy of Wander. Very cool. And the email address is? 
nerds, nerds at, at realfilmnerds.com. Real I ah, got it. Yes, ma'am. Very good. You got it. Very good, Matt. You have a great week. We'll chat with you next Monday on what station? The, the wintry Magic 99.1. <laughs>